to the Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We are your go-to resource on everything you need to do to turn your hygiene department into a profit center. My name is Rachel Paul, and joining me is my amazing co-host, Vicki Collier. Rachel. I'm glad to see you again. Hey, Vicki. Thanks right, Rachel, for joining us. Let me ask you something. You, will, you always ask me to give a fun fact or tell something, so I want to know what is one of your funniest travel stories. I don't know if it's a funny one or not. It may be. Oh, on what you're goodness. <laughs> um, funniest travel stories? Or interesting I, travel story. I would have to say... Um, Oh, one time I had a training in Roseburg, Oregon. Okay. And um, I was going to be spending a couple extra days there because I was going to Eugene from Roseburg. And so I had a, a little bit of free time to myself. And I was um, in the wine region. So what else do oh, you do when you're there? I so know you love your wine. I do. So I went to a winery, did a wine tasting, and met a really nice couple while I was there. Mm-hmm. And um, the the guy is actually he's a rock climber and he mm-hmm. does he takes people on group tour mm-hmm. or, and does the rock climbing and they were actually going rock climbing the next day. Oh, fun! So he asked me if I wanted to go rock climbing with them. <laughs> and so I'm good to climb a flight of stairs. So well, I, of course I was like, yeah, well, I'll go rock mm-hmm. climbing. First time ever, and I had to tell you, it was the scariest thing I've ever done. Because at one point, I remember being stuck on this rock. So I guess this actually isn't fun, but, but it ended up being really awesome because I was stuck on this rock. And, and he, of course, he had me on a harness and everything. And he, um, and he taught me through it. And everyone was like, you can do this. So I finally made it up to the top of this rock. And the views were breathtaking. Oh, wow. Wow. It was amazing. That's so fun. I'll never forget that. That was probably one of my best travel experiences oh, That's neat. Um, as a consultant. So... Yeah, that that would probably be one of my most memorable anyways. (laughs) So thank you everyone for listening. Today is episode four. We're going to talk about five easy ways to improve your retention rate. Oh, this is a good one. This is a, we created a training just because of this. We, we really did. Yeah. It's, it's a really, it's something we hear all, all too often from, from doctors is how do we, we retain our patients? And um, I don't think, you know, as a hygienist, I never really thought about this, but one broken appointment in hygiene mm. is on average about $150 an hour, right. give or take, right? right. Uh, and that's $30,000 a year of lost production. Yeah. One hygienist. Yeah. That's so one, you, one appointment a day. One Sometimes I would day. have two or three. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I know as a, uh, when I was first graduated, I'd have an opening. I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, and then I, you know, I started learning the business side of sure. it. And you realize um, how much that's costing the practice. Right. right. And that's money you don't get back. Right. And mm-hmm. when the hygienist schedules open, what happens to the doctor's schedule? Yeah, then there's no treatment going right, on. Right, exactly. It should be coming from the hygiene department. So. Absolutely. Not Rachel. to mention wasting marketing dollars. I mean, you think about how much money you're you're investing in getting that new patient to come through the door. So if we're not retaining them, yeah. and we yeah. like to use that term, kind of close your back door, right. right? So if we have patients, if you have new patients coming in, and we're losing patients and we're not retaining yeah, them. It's like a revolving door. Yeah, right. they're just coming in, going out, and we're just wasting all these marketing dollars. Rachel, so. when I think about this, I would say, why do patients not show up? Why would why do they feel as though they can cancel 
their cleaning appointment. Their, right. you know, why? Because because I would never consider canceling a dermatology appointment or a cardiologist or my OBG or any of those other appointments that I make. But why is it that we think that that patients do this? And I think it's because we sell ourselves a little short. Absolutely. I think we don't create value for the services that we offer. Right. Um, we are highly educated. We are, we're, we're not just about cleaning teeth, obviously. We do so much more for our patients. Right. So I think it starts with creating value while that patient is in the office. There's not a whole lot that you can do about that when they're calling to cancel. The value, you know, you, you missed your opportunity. Right. But when that patient's in the, in the office with you, we've got to create value. And I think it starts at the front door. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the first thing they do when they walk in is they're going to see that person at the front desk, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize this either, but the number one reason why a patient actually leaves a practice is because their experience at the front desk. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, so we always say, like, you want to make sure that you're giving them that, that ultimate that experience right mm -hmm. when they walk through the door, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Rachel, I used to have a doctor that I loved, loved the doctor, but when I made the appointment, I had some grumpy person on the phone. Mm -hmm. When I got there, they barely looked up at me. Um, they weren't happy to see me when I came in. They weren't happy to see me leave when I paid the bill. And finally, I said, forget it. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. I love the doctor, but I'm not, I, you know, I've got to go somewhere where I feel like at least I'm getting, a, they're at least happy to say, I don't go but once a year. They can right. pretend. You know? Yeah, just <laughs> fake a smile. Right, exactly, care. exactly. Yeah, but you got to have... Um, that experience at the front desk, because that is, I mean, that's really yeah. their first impression. So, um, you know, are you greeting your patients with a warm welcome? So yeah. think about that. What is what is that impression when they come in? Because I can tell you right now, it can make or break Absolutely. your retention yeah. right there. And a dental office is one of the busiest, craziest places in the world. I, it's like Grand Central Station. I don't mm -hmm. know why other offices don't seem that way. But that person sitting at the front desk has got to find a way to at least acknowledge that patient. Uh, either with, if you're on the phone, it may be just a smile, hold up a finger, something that you've acknowledged them right. um, because you, they know that that patient's walked in and the right. patient knows that you know I've right. walked in. So Yeah, and I think too, like I, you know, we talk about this a lot about how we need to exceed expectations, sure. not meet yeah. them. Yeah. And when you go to the dentist and especially like with these new patients coming in, um, they're, they're expecting something, right? right? So when you come in, but go above that. Don't yeah. just say yeah. hi. Perhaps you stand up, shake their hand, look them in the eye. We mm -hmm. were so excited to see you, Vicky. Call yeah. them by you know, call them by their name. That's Jay says to give them more in value than what they pay for. Right. And patients want they value their relationship with us. Mm -hmm. You know, you may be great at what you do. You may be able to prep a crown faster than anyone else in town, or you're gentle with your shots, or your hygienist is great. But the patients are going to, they expect that. They, yeah. you know, that, that'd be the quickest way to get them to leave if you weren't. Right. But if you, you know, they, they want that relationship. Right. So I think that is one of the things that we as an office as a whole have to hone. Right. And we always say our, that you remember 6% of, what, of, you, of what, happened what happened and 100% of how, how you, you felt. Feel. That's yep. right. So that's, yeah. that's key. So again, you know, look at your front desk. Um, also, you know, create a, an ultimate new patient experience. We teach our clients to give a tour and a gift to all the new patients. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about what you would not expect that. No, no. Right? And that's the whole point. Right. Giving them more than what they expect. Right. What do you expect when you walk into a dental or medical office? You expect that, you know, the hope they walk, look up at you after a minute or two. You expect them to hand you a huge clipboard full of paperwork that may take who knows how long to fill out. <laughs> right. You know, you expect to sit in the in the waiting yeah. room. At that point, it is a yeah. waiting room. Right. And we want it to be the reception area. Um, giving them 
more than what they expect is what's going to make a memorable, a memorable experience that keeps them coming back. Absolutely. I also think it's important that you find out what, you know, what do your patients like? What do they yeah. dislike, right? Sure. Um, you know, we talk a lot about surveys and we get stuck in this rut of sending out these emails and, uh, oh, fill out a survey after mm -hmm. the fact, but then mm -hmm. it's kind of late at that point, right? Right, exactly. So, you know, do sur survey your patients. Perhaps you have, um, I was in an office, this is really cool. They had a, um, it was a, at their checkout, they had a suggestion box Good. is what they yeah. called it. Mm -hmm. And so when the patient was checking out, they just asked him, would you mind um, just filling this out for us? We always like to know what we can do to better serve you. Right, and one thing Rachel, I've seen with that, it's better to keep it simple. Keep it you know, super have simple. Have those four or five questions that, they're, that are easy to answer, right. ask them to elaborate. Sometimes I will get a, a survey from a hotel Mm -hmm. and, and I'll think, okay, I'll, I'll answer the survey. And I said, this will only take 20 minutes of your time. I said, 20 minutes? Yeah, I don't have time, time for that. that. <laughs> That's exactly. Right. So I think keep it simple, and people will be more apt to fill those out and maybe be honest on those. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But I think it's good. To, you need to know what, you know what your patients like and what are some areas that you can improve. And um, they're not always going to just verbalize that to you. So giving them an opportunity to do, to fill out a short, like you said, keep it simple. Sure. Like what are the areas that you want to focus on in your practice, right? Right. We talked about creating value at the front desk, but then after they get past that front desk, after, the after they get through the door, we've also got to continue that value creation in our, in our cl uh, clinical area as well, I think. Right. And for me, that is showing what makes you special. You know, you've invested in a lot of great technology and a lot of great people. What is going to, to impress those patients and let them see the value of that? That's using your intraoral cameras. We had a good talk about that on one of our right. previous podcasts. Um, knowing the right thing to say and what not to say. You know, there's something, there, we shoot ourselves in the foot sometimes with what we say. We don't, we don't, we, we minimize what we do. Right. So I think that value then has to continue um, in, in the back, uh, in, the, in, the, in the clinical portion of the, <clears throat> of the office. Right. I know we um, tell a lot of hygiene teams to, to have, that, have a dental fitness report oh, card, yeah. right? Yeah. I know right. you've talked about that too, but something that you give the patient that shows them that, hey, it's not just a cleaning, right? right. We actually hate using that word cleaning and profi, so it doesn't really entail what you do. So. Um, yeah, you're, you know, you can't just create value at the front. It's got to be consistent. Um, I, you know, I always love to ask offices, whose job is it to retain patients? Because it's right. everyone's it's job. It's everyone's. Every it's, yeah. single person can make or break how that patient feels right. when they're there, right? Right, um, uh, You know, another thing you can do to help with the retention too is appreciate your patients. Have We call them a patient appreciation days, yeah. right? So if they feel like you appreciate them, they're gonna want, they're going to want to keep coming, which is really important. I've been a Dish Network customer for at least 20 years now, I think. And I always will see the commercials that for our new customers, you get this, for our new customers, and I'm thinking, all I've gotten is a, is a rate increase. You know, I was like, what's in it for me? And I think our patients want to sometimes too, especially Absolutely. if we have new patient, uh, we do a lot of new patient marketing, obviously, right. but then what are you going to do to keep those patients who have been loyal to you right. for a long time? Right. To Because those are the people you really want to refer. You've, yeah. got those, you've already got them. They're loyal yeah. to you. They, they're coming back for some reason. I know. What can I, you do, you know, do I was, to get them to tell other people? I was at my chiropractor this morning and um, I go monthly. I'm a firm believer. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking this morning and he's like, do you know how long you've been coming here? And we looked back and, and mm -hmm. I've been going there since 2008. Wow. So I was like, I, you know, I think I must be one of your most loyal right, customers. Right. And I've also sent people to yeah. him because yeah. he's the best. And exactly. that's why I keep going back. Right. right? 
but yeah, I think just showing appreciation to your patients is going to make them want to continue to come um, as well as refer, right? Sure, I think so too. And then, uh, and then also, I know we, we mentioned the front desk earlier, but an, another thing that's going to help improve retention rate is to have a system for handling those cancellation calls. Yeah, the calls, front desk right? has to be prepared for that. Why do you, what do what patients hope that's going to be said when they call to cancel? I mean, this is also why they call on a Saturday night at midnight and leave a message on your answer machine. <laughs> right. what are they, 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 they hope they don't talk to someone, or if they do, they hope that your front desk is going to say, Okay, well, right. just give us a call. That's when okay. You, yeah, no problem. And they don't even actually bother to reschedule them. That exactly. happens a lot. Right, we, So right. if you look, I can actually go into an office and look at their schedule and tell them whether or not they have a retention rate. Yeah. Right? Because mm -hmm. if you have all these holes in the schedule, you have a retention right. problem. Mm -hmm. But guess who trained the patients to act that way? Absolutely. We you did. You did, right? So it. you've got mm -hmm. to really, like, we have to take ownership back on our play and retrain our patients. Sure. Through what are we doing when they're in the office to create value to how are we handling the, the calls when they do call to cancel right. and reschedule? Do we make it easy for yeah. them? That's always, uh, when I do this training, um, a little bit uncomfortable for the front desk to yeah. now to start to sort of confront. When I say confront, it's a, it's a good thing in a good yeah, way, obviously. You can say in a, in a very way. positive way. But, but I had an office that said, we changed up the way we said that when patients call to cancel and we actually saved several of them from canceling. Yeah. And so they were thrilled. It's all in the verbiage, right? I think so too. So, um, but yeah, so let's just summarize this for everyone. So just five easy ways. Uh, pay attention to your front desk. That's going to be huge. What type of experience is happening at your front desk? Is the new patient walking in and they're just sitting on the phones, not acknowledging them? Are we warm, friendly? Uh, number two, what type of new patient experience do you have? Are you giving them a tour? Are you meeting expectations or are you exceeding expectations? Right. Um, surveying all your patients, finding out what they like, what they dislike, um, also having uh, some sort of reward for, for those great loyal patients, sure. right? I even know some offices that do these VIP programs wow. and you can really make that fun. And then finally, you know, have a uh, have some good verbiage, like have a plan for handling cancellation calls. Remember, you are trading your patients to, to act a certain way. Right, so right. At the end of the day, we can't blame our patients. We really have to take ownership into that. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you haven't done so, be sure to subscribe to the Hygiene Prop Leaders podcast on iTunes. We have new episodes every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also visit our website, hygieneprofitleaders.com, where you can download notes from previous podcasts um, and also learn more about who we are and what we do and how we can help you grow your hygiene department. So stay educated.